sent to Earth from the darkest depths of space to fight crimes and talk about the subjects not many men dare to go. With faces only a blind mother could love, arms like a silverback gorilla, and more hair on their chest than something really, really hairy. Like really hairy. Prepare to be astounded and bedazzled by the wondrous voices of your two hosts, GK and F. Stand by for live broadcast. Voila, interweb. Welcome to GKNF episode 23, Squirrel Jerks. <laughs> Squirrel Jerks. It's the name you got when you don't have a name. <laughs> Squirrel Jokes or Scribble Jokes? Squirrel Jokes. Squirrel. What is a squirrel? <laughs> That's <laughs> a tricky one to say. Squirrel. Squirrel's like a possum, I would say. But nonetheless... GKNF on uh, <laughs> on Twitter and working title on Facebook hit us up. We've increased our listenership, which is awesome. Uh, subscribe and give us. You can. There's a spot in iTunes that apparently you can review, which I should. If I'm telling you to do it, I should probably learn how to do it myself. <laughs> I imagine, though, like always, it works like uh, like uh, the menu log. And Uber and Uber Eats and all those other things that have gone before it. Or but I think after we, do, it. we do have a review from Fake Woman One Two Three. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's another one that looks at One Two Three Fake Street. She's so busy. She's a busy reviewer, and she loved the show, obviously. But uh, today, F, uh, dude, we got Dave Smith again. David Smith, welcome. Thank you for coming in. Yes, <laughs> and they stand with applaud. <laughs> morning, morning, or afternoon, afternoon. Sorry. and it's I good because you actually that. kicked it off, dude. I did. Yeah, yeah. When today? Today you kicked the show off with the uh, the, the intro introduction that everyone oh, will yeah, be yeah, hearing. Yeah, yeah, that, was... that was Dave Smith. I said, Dave, <clears throat> it was a Sunday afternoon. Can you come around? We wanted to make a bit of an intro, so Dave walked in completely was unscripted. Ten minutes, wasn't it? Just ten minutes. Banged it out. And just go, we'll go, what do you reckon? I'm it would have sounded at all. And Dave just started spitting funny truth. <laughs> like just just and exactly <laughs> like Michael Hutchins felt when he wrote that song yes. in excess. Fifteen minutes in and out, bang in a hotel room oh, in you. Hong Kong, and then we're out of there. Got a number one hit. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, you, you nailed it. It was awesome. It was, uh, it was pretty interesting. I sort of had a little bit of an idea of what you said, like the, the brief that, w- that you wanted to hit. And when I came in, yeah, I just sort of started chatting and kind of yeah, trying to come up with something funny and just going, Fart, is, is that funny? Are you laughing? <laughs> but we're <laughs> laughing and going, try this one. And go, yeah. <laughs> just I've, saying stupid shit. I've been into this documentary this week called The Barkley Marathons. Have you heard about that? No. So, so this, I'm into it for the complete opposite reason to why I should be into something because it's something I would never do. It's like those ultra marathons, you know, uh, oh, those ones that go like for days. Like, like Cam Haynes. Cam Haynes sort of stuff. Fuck. This one, I heard about it, Cam, <clears throat> this is how I came across it. Cam Haynes mentioned it in a, another podcast just saying it's the hardest race in the world. So there's this movie, it's called The Barkley, or documentary, The Barkley Marathons, The Race That Eats Its Young. <laughs> so, Jeez, uh, they're really branding harsh. this race. It was filmed in like 2012, and at that stage you've been going for 20 years, and only 10 people have ever completed it. How, how long is it? How, it how is how 100 miles, but it's done in Tennessee. It's like a, a tri- trail run, but not on trail. So mm. they change the track every year, and you got so... To get to, instead of having checkpoints, you tear, you get a race number and you tear that page out of books along. So, 
that oh. makes so you've been to the checkpoints because it's in backcountry in Tennessee. <laughs> so, Han, how many k's is it? One hundred miles is one hundred and sixty k's. One hundred and sixty k's. That's humongous. And so, b- do you reckon the guy who designed it actually did it himself, or did he's, he sit down and go, "Let's come up with something really crazy"? So these <laughs> these guys, he's he's never conflated it. This yeah. dude, but uh, yeah, it's, but it's just this marathon, and it and it's more about pushing yourself. The wire I liked it. You're pushing yourself above any sort of limits that you even think are possible. Like mm-hmm. so, it's, it's a it's you know it's a hard. So there's failure, but you're pushing yourself like even past what you think your limits are. Yeah, and I just got I was engrossed by it. This like and it's like backcountry tennis Tennessee like Hicksville. Like it starts with the dude lighting a cigarette. That's how the race starts <laughs> and stuff. You get um, forty only forty people can get into it every year, yeah. so they only take forty starters. Is there like a like a prelim sort of thing or like a prerequisite? You have to complete a no. So they take a whole. They don't just take athletes like that. You, you, your entrance is a dollar sixty, an essay, and if you're a virgin runner in it, you got to bring a like a license plate from your home state. And every year it might be like a pair of socks or a plaid shirt or a pack of like Marlboro Reds or something. Like that's your entrance fee. So it's really? like. And there's no advertisement of how you can uh, apply for the yeah. race. So it's mm. like you've got to work uh. out how the fuck to apply for this sort of thing. And you get... So everything about it is a challenge. Yeah, it's... It's uh, too hard for me. <laughs> yeah. Where, I don't know the, how they prove that they are virgins anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just... Where's the uh, online PDF? Just <laughs> yeah. combine a pack of cigarettes yeah. and... Yeah. Ten times tables, and-, <laughs> and then you've got to run this thing. This thing that goes for six. It takes sixty hours. Well, sixty hours is a cutoff limit. If you don't complete it in sixty hours, that's it. But uh, it's, what do they do? Come and get you? No, no. You if you, you have to get if you out. quit, you've got to get back. So some people have quit, and it's taken like fifteen hours to get out of the, this sort of. <laughs> but it just sort of the. I was just watching it going. Well, this is so far about what I push myself. I, if I'm if I'm running, just running. I go if I slow down just a bit, I'm walking, and it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I hate running, so that's not why I liked it. But just these people pushing themselves to these pretty freaking, nuts, eh? Yeah, it's in, insane. I was actually reading a story about a guy. Um, he completed all these these marathons across the world, and um, he nearly died because he went. He one of the races was in uh, in the snow. So up in Antarctica, uh, not in Antarctica, in Alaska, sorry. And um, I don't know the distance of the race, but you need, part was on bike. Um, part was on bike, you need a compass and a map. And so you're sort of navigating yep. yourself. So, you know, there's no... So it's orienteering plus running. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy basically, um, he saw there was like a, he was on a trail and then it kind of it looked like he said it came to like a bit of a fork and then he saw some animal trails what he thought was footprints and stuff of other people so he went down there and as soon as he went down there he, he went into this slide on this snow so his bike and all his gear and all this sort of stuff went into the river and it was um the river obviously freezing because you're up in the snow he said he had uh, 90 seconds before his body just like shuts down so he pretty much like he's in the river he had to like duck his head under to get his bike so he picked up his bike threw his bike back up onto the the bank Jeez. and then he started like smashing his way through like all the icy um like i had like a sheet of ice on the top as well so like smashed his way through the ice back up on the riverbank and he said he kind of like like held himself up on the bank and he was just laying there and then he had to get naked 
Um, I think he had a tent and stuff like that. So he had to get an, or no sleeping bag and stuff. So it got naked. This is like minus fucking 10 or 20 or whatever it is. So he had to get naked, get his clothes out and then try and slowly get, get his, his clothes back on. Back yeah. Otherwise he just goes into hypothermia and, and then he's still got to complete yeah. like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, yeah. So once he did all that, he, he finally got clothes dry enough to, to put on. So he didn't go into hypothermia. Then he had to try and find his way, like backtrack and see where he went wrong and then find his way out. And then like everyone... So was it, it was really a big hike. Is that what it is? Yeah, like it's a, a, but it's a marathon. So you, you're trying to complete it in like a certain time. And so I think when he got to the finish line, people were like, oh, we thought you were going to complete it quicker than you've done. He's like, yeah, I've actually, I was just been like the last no, two days out in, out in the middle <laughs> yeah. of nowhere, like trying to find my way back. And they're like, oh... We, we should have sent a search party, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you fucking Shit, sure. what were your registration? <clears throat> 727. Yeah, we've got that. That's, it's, the people that compete in those are just different. We haven't got a certificate for you. Yeah, oh, sorry. It was Your number was uh, had smudge marks. had Nutella on it or something. You, you can't mess it. up the admin with that. No. That's, it could have great That's someone's life. You should have beacons. But those people that do those friggin' those ultra marathons, like, that's a different... Do you know the people that like pain? That's what. That's what. That's who the fuck they are. That's what I was thinking. It's like uh, everyone needs a challenge. Like, uh, and if that's your one, like, what what mm. keeps them motivated to complete this? It's the feeling that they get when they finish at the end. Is that what they're chasing? Is it, you know, it's, just because you're achieving the un what is the unachievable? And it's nothing's great unless there's a certain amount of failure. I is guess that's really? why people yeah. want to do like Everest and stuff yeah, like yeah, the yeah. big mountains. You know, yeah. the, is it the big seven or mm, yeah, the big seven, big the seven. climb, which is uh, Everest. Um, the one in Japan what's the Mount Fuji Fuji um, Kosciuszko Kosciuszko and mm. four, four Mount, others one in yeah <laughs> and Ma- some others Mount Druitt and uh, except when there's an Duke. element of um, maybe like death or if there's an element of you know like a small percentage of the human race can, is actually going to complete it maybe there's that sense of achievement that you're like just getting to the starting line. You like the bikies. You like the is one it, percenters. You know. Yeah. Is it worth doing because a por- yeah, as you said, the po- a portion of the population will not be able to do it. So yeah. anything worth doing is being able to do it, knowing that someone else can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's always my. Is best that how we should live life? Though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't do this. I can, so I'm going to do it, and I'm going to feel awesome uh, about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I who who knows, Dave? It got very philosophical there, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything that I can. I even like when some there's like a very 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 small minute times in my life where I don't come home hungover, but my wife or my friends might come home hungover. <laughs> the next morning, I feel so superior to them yep. because I didn't do yeah. that. Like, so now yeah. I can do stuff. So yeah. I got that same thing. Like you're six inches that, taller, looking yeah. down yeah. on them, going hmm, that big shit eating grin as you like putting the rubbish in the bin. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> That's the, the smelly bin didn't even put me off today. <laughs> but it's a one in a million thing that it's me in that position. So it's uh, a <laughs> yeah. So but that's the, I'm doing that because now I'm better than everyone else. And Has- I, hashtag real talk. I actually do want to do Everest. I would really? love. Yeah, I would love to do it. Like I, I don't know why or what it's you know that that whole and this is that whole thing we're talking about. It's like I 
what draws you to it what makes me want to do it i don't mm-hmm. know but i'd fucking like if i had the money because it's I think expensive it's, isn't it oh, it's like, a bit, it can cost it's a lifestyle like, it's not just, it has a toll on the rest of your yeah life. yeah yeah preparation even, for it even if you get a <clears throat> um get to base camp that's a massive achievement isn't massive, it Everest? Yeah. Like, yeah, my yeah. cousin's done everest and he got he didn't get the whole way up there because no, you're not guaranteed to, no you're not guaranteed you, you can fork out all this money and they're like i think you have to you know sign your life away and stuff so do you and buy your own sherpa is it sherpa you know a couple of couple of bucks yeah but <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you know i don't know if we learned this on sherpa, the podcast sherpa. or not but i thought a sherpa was a profession that's what? an actual per- like the sherpa um, yeah. the mountain man are the actual indigenous people of Sherpas to oh, that okay. area. Yeah, it's not. Did did we learn this on a previous podcast? No, but we're doing it right now. We're, we're so, <laughs> <laughs> so I could. Yeah, I'm, we'll, we'll look that up. But the Sherpas are the indigenous people. To so get, Sherpa's not the title that you give to that, someone that carries your luggage. Up. Yeah, but no, that's no, what apparently I, that's oh, what that, I kind of thought it well, was. Well, that m- myself included. But they're just indigenous people to. The Himalayas, to the, yeah, to the mountains, yeah. yeah. So, oh, okay, and I that's, thought- I guess, that's why they're they're great at working at altitude. Yeah, <laughs> every, every time I hear the word like Sherpa, um, you know, in the Simpsons when Homer climbs the Matterhorn or something, <laughs> yeah. and then, he gets three questions. Yeah, <laughs> when he's no, looking he's, for power bar or whatever, <laughs> and he's going up, and he's like, he tells him to go away, and then they start cartwheeling down the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I imagine all the Sherpas on um, Everest are doing. Like, they're just carrying people's luggage going, uh, uh, and then as soon as they have no luggage, they're just going, <laughs> like, and just doing handstands and shit down the mountain. Do you reckon they have super, and- super strong calves? Is that part of the, uh, yeah, know, the biology of them? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not showing sure if it's legs, calves legs strength, or hamstrings strength. Strength, or just uh, they're really good at carrying backpacks. Dude, you know. could see it being a workout in Sydney. Like, there's so many fat workouts coming out. <laughs> Do the Sherpa. <laughs> And you just get the stair machine and go, well, keep going here. Now hold my bags. With a, with a 40 kilo backpack. Just doing, just doing the stairs. You'll see that in Bondi one day. Ugh. I like the idea, though, of an adventure holiday. like a Or an active yeah. holiday. Is yeah, that the yeah. right word? Active, active holiday. holiday. Yeah. Like, so you're going to Everest, so it's a holiday. It's a yeah. man of time. Yeah. You know, if you do that. You're but you're, something. you're doing something. You're not going... Yeah. To look at the sites, which is normally a yeah, pub not, that I can cruising. see the Eiffel Tower in, yeah. just cruising around, <laughs> sitting sitting on a beach somewhere with yeah. a with a cocktail. You're actually you're going to, you're not going to be drinking. You're going to be like sort of getting up every morning and mm-hmm. you know, climbing and spending was, your day doing something. I was uh, telling Far <clears throat> the other day talking about that because I think we brought it up about. That's sometimes you know you need a holiday from your holidays. Usually, you know, you go away on a holiday and you come home and you're you just you've burnt the candle at both ends and you're able to do it because you've got no real obligations the next day to turn up to work on time you know so a hangover doesn't we'll drink that hangover away or whatever I'll you know what I'll have another burger yeah you you just get you can get fat real good yeah (laughs) real good yeah real real good and fat yeah So there's this Dundas, uh, Jason Dundas, who owns uh, a couple. He's, he was on the X Factor, the host of the X Factor. Dundas, Dundas um, Fit. Dundas Fit and uh, Dundas Media, I think he's the What are he said, he's, that entrepreneurial shit? Yeah. He's, like, so, he's really creative. Yeah, he's pretty cool. So he launched something on his Facebook, Dundas Daily, which is a daily sort of live vlog, I guess mm. you'd call it, where he's created Dundas Travel Fit. I think it is. Travel fit. So, it's holiday. So, they select like the... I like, go on to his, I think, Dundas Media 
team and there'll be a link to a website or Dundas Travel Fit. But you go to, like, say, it's like Morocco and there's, that's the best mm. walk, you know, or Everest and you'd so your holiday's based around uh, this activity, whether it's paddleboarding through Malibu or whatever. Oh, so, so he posts... Uh, so you do it's a, like a contique, so it's a group thing. Yep. But as part of your ticket, you also get uh, like a, a fitness and a meal prep plan, so you're ready to go for mm. this for that sort of whatever it is. Whether it's like you know the Appalachian Trail, is it called the Appalachian Trail or whatever? Where's that? Uh, to cross, I think it goes from. Oh, from uh, um, California up, up, up to, to Canada. Yeah, that's through huge. Canada. Yes, yeah, so. uh, that girl did it on that movie. What's it called? Uh, yeah, what is that movie Jeez, called? That was pretty heavy. Um, with Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, don't it. remember. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, we're full of <laughs> fact check. Yeah. Uh, ben Kerber, shout out. No, nah, that's yes. But whatever. Yeah, so you get a full like um, yeah, full sort of program. So you're ready to go on that. So a good idea. you come home from that holiday though. But then I feel like. You need, you know, how you come back. You want need a holiday from your holiday. This yeah. time you come back and you, I want that holiday where I drink and get fat <laughs> yeah. for that. So the there's two- no winning. It's nah. called Wild. That's wild, um, that's, it. that's yeah, 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 wild. And um, the last like kind of overseas trips we've done, we've always made sure because you know, like if we've gone to the states a couple of times together, and it's for weddings, it is taxing. It it is. You're always up. You, you don't mm-hmm. sleep in a great deal, and you just you know you're having a great time. But on the way back, we've always had a stop off, whether it be like Hawaii or Fiji or something, just, just to, to have of, the, the days, actual holiday yeah. after mm. we've finished working. Mm. The holiday from the holiday. <laughs> just to wind down, don't drink as much. Yeah. Kind of just, get, get into a better sleeping pattern. Yeah. And, and then just when lay on off, the beach and read yeah. books and just chill and really, yeah, recharge. I, it's I didn't awesome. think I could actually do those kind of holidays though. Like when, because I've always, typically when I travel, it's always... You're getting up, sightseeing, blah, blah, blah. And a couple of years ago, Mans and I went to um, Thailand together. So that was like the, you know, I think every couple in history ever. I think it's one of those things where you tick off like, can you uh, live together? Can you holiday together? Can you holiday yeah. in Thailand together? Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and now, now you're ready to marry or you find a new one. Yeah, that's right. We'll have to try again. Yeah. Back to number one. Yeah. <laughs> But I, was, I remember talking to Sim, I'm like, because I'm always like a busy kind of person. Like, I just like to be doing stuff. I can't, you know, if you go to the beach, I like to be surfing or, mm. you know, if you sur- Yeah, but it was actually, um, it was good just to go to, to do a place nothing. like that. And, and the service is really nice. Like, everyone's trying to please yeah. you and all that sort of stuff. It's really nice to just to go somewhere and take advantage of that kind of thing and, you know, sit on the beach, not have any plans, just mm-hmm. go, this is what I'm going to be doing. All day today. See yeah, you, bring me drinks. I know. And chill out. So yep. that's they're my holidays that I like because I'm you so like- freaking go go. I want to do nothing. Yeah, to yeah, the yeah. point mm-hmm. where I know my wife gets. I don't want to do nothing anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so good doing yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just looked at booking on <clears throat> a holiday over Christmas yesterday to Fiji and we booked out to fly out on Christmas Day. How yeah, much I've saved flight, you're doing a flight on bucks, Christmas yeah. Day, half price. Yeah. Oh, wow. My yeah. flights, and because we pay for four people now, so yeah. so for us to, we're skipping Christmas and going to be on a plane over yeah. Christmas now. See yeah. you guys. That it's, sounds good. It's just, but that's a do nothing holiday again. Like, I want to do nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. That's, to, what about the holidays where, like, um, my brother, he went to, to the snow for the first time. And, you know, booked it with all, with all these mates and, you know, it was a big plan. You've been waiting for yeah. months. Yes, we're going to the snow. And as soon as he got as soon as he got there, first run, broke his arm. 
So he That's had to kind of hang back and go every morning. See guys, yeah, I'll be. I'll compliment. see you when you get back. I'll be at the pub in the That's ski the lodge. worst possible. How long was he gone for, or supposed to be gone for? Oh, dude, I, you know, like a week or something like that. Like they Still, got a cabin so, and that's you know, so rough. Yeah, it sucks, doesn't like, it? The amp, like building up to it, and then it's like God just gives you a kick in the dick. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, it's mate. so unfortunate. It's like, dang, I've never yeah. seen the snow ever. You what? I've never seen the snow, like proper snow. No. Really? Yeah, and. It's. I guess it's on my list, but it's not high on my I list. And age. now I think I'm at that age where if I go to the snow and snowboard, <laughs> I'll break my arm like your brother. So, <laughs> so like, it's sandy beach, sandy beaches, and hula skirts for me from now on. Yeah, dude, if you get to the snow, get a stack hat. Get yeah. Get well, everything. I'm, well, I'm putting them all up my arms. Elbow pads, <laughs> knee pads. <laughs> Guards. But yeah, no, I was, I, like it's a great. Uh, I'm intrigued by it, but I'm never. Yeah. It's an expensive. I think I feel it's like the so snow. Expensive. Yeah, pretty it's to a get holiday. the run, especially day like, passes and that. But like, I, I think Australia is super expensive. Everywhere else is fine. Like we went to, I went to Japan, um, 2012, and like a day pass is like 40 bucks. Yeah. Over, here, it, over here, it's 140 bucks. Is that because yeah. there's heaps more lifts going and there's more runs and more... I think or it's just... Japan aren't wankers. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Like Austra- but Australia knows, like, that's pretty much... They've got you by yeah. the you short and curlies. curlies. Like, yeah. you, like, they just want to... You know, and I, I guess when I first... I, see, I only first saw snow uh, 2011. So, you know, that's only a few years ago or seven years ago, six years ago, whatever. Matt's is my Matt's well, is I, my thought, strong I thought you were rapping a verse then. <laughs> so, so, knees weak, arms are spaghetti. Um, but yeah, like I, I think it was like a hundred bucks for a lift pass, and it's yeah. like forty bucks for your 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 um, entry into the national park. Mm-hmm. Now it's like a hundred and forty for your lift pass for a day pass. It's like what's changed? Like why is it so expensive? Why does it just keep going up? Like is it because? Um, where else can you ski in Australia? I'm sure Melbourne, yeah, it's like Melbourne. Melbourne. ski fields, so, Mount Buller, Mount, Mount Hotham. Is it a mixture of the, the geographical lo- location? Like you don't want to drive too far, you, you, you can't fly there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because and there's, it's kind of concentrated to serve all yeah, those people looking for that winter holiday, they can crank it up because there's yeah, no other competition. As well 100%. as operational expense. Like you got a minimum wage in Australia too, so you yeah. got to pay people more. Yeah. Stuff costs more. And everyone wants to be paid a million dollars for... Yeah, doing you know, nothing. Doing yeah. nothing. Well, isn't um, New Zealand the other option that yeah, people New take Zealand out? is really It's sick. the same Have cost. you been there? Yeah, yeah. Is well, it the passes there? Um, well, we had it as a package, so I didn't really. Well, it's the same see the, cost, the isn't it? To like, you can go down to Perisher or whatever for a weekend. You can go in flights, including get some better, better runs and better snow conditions to go over to New Zealand. It's the same. Yeah. It works out the same cost. cost. Yeah, cost comparison. That would be a great holiday. I would like to do that. NZ. Yeah, NZ's really Check cool. Check out the snow. I've been to the snow once, but yeah, that'll be rad. Just because yeah. it's you know when you go overseas, it adds another kind of stigma and you know another element to the holiday. Like I love it. I love airports. And I love like the excitement of uh, waiting at well, an airport. I reckon. I reckon <laughs> airports are like the happiest place on earth because people are like going to holidays or you're or coming back, you're seeing loved, loved ones. ones. Yeah, hundred yeah. like, percent. Yeah, and like flights, I find like I'm super relaxed on flights because you can't. As soon as you're in the air, there's like that's oh, it. You just, you're see. there. No one to bother you, like, except for the trolley lady that comes around. And Hit your elbow every you. fucking time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. No, you're not, because you keep doing it. <laughs> you're not that sorry. I hate the planes. I friggin', oh, dude, I can never get comfortable. 
and then I've, I think maybe I don't know if it's subconsciously something in my fucking brain goes you're trapped on this friggin plane as well <laughs> but I'm not scared of flying but I can't like I can't do anything let me off the plane it's just like I hate being a passenger in a car yeah I yeah, can yeah. be stuck on like the M4 in traffic and be the passenger and be so frustrated but if I'm driving I've got control okay. of that you know yeah. I'm, I'm in control of this going nowhere yeah mm-hmm. but I can't change the result but yeah, I'm sometimes I don't more like to be a passenger in a car but, but I fuck yeah. that a plane's I don't don't do do don't well do at well. all. Yeah, I no. went through a phase where I was a bit like that too, dude. I, a bit edgy. I was com- comfortable and then a bit edgy, and it was a lot of the edginess was the lead up to it. I, I once um we played uh, played a gig in Melbourne, and the flight left Sydney at four forty p.m. So I had to finish work pretty pretty early. I uh, say so you're already intense. Cause it- so I'm already already running late. Yeah. <laughs> I booked it and I knew the times, and I was already late on that day. <laughs> 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 so um got in the car and flying down not flying down, I wasn't speeding. Maybe at some point I'd try not to. But when I go and <laughs> And that's your story, everyone. There's your lesson for the long weekend. Coming up next week. Are you, are you waiting for when you finish that story, those the choppers that I heard flying over before the SWAT comes in and goes, Here's a ticket, so you'll fly really fast four years ago when you go to the airport. <laughs> but it, I know it was a bit like that. But when we're on there, um, got the traffic leading into that tunnel. That tunnel is... It's a it's nightmare, the worst, eh? isn't it? If, every time I drive past that tunnel all the time, and it's just... Like, it can be three o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter what time of day. No. The hotel <laughs> it was built busy. by... It was built by psych, psychologists or psychotherapists for people to get a massive anxiety, and then they go, come and see... The next billboard is come and see me if you've got anxiety. I've got anxiety because I'm in this fucking tunnel all the time. I'm stuck yeah, I missing my planes. I know. And, it, and the pollution in it, it's horrible. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I got to the airport... I used to park on Batman Avenue, so you didn't have to pay for parking at the airport. Best street. And I was so late, stressing, so late. Like, I, you know, they were closing the gate. Um, you know, it would have been about 4, 4.20, now I'm rocking up, or just after 4. And I'm running. Had, so I've got to run from the street to the airport. Oh. Everything's bumper to bumper. And I see a taxi right at the light. So, I, you know, I knock on the door, see a guy sitting in, in the cab and you know heading to the airport said mate i'm running so late can i jump in he goes no worries dude jump in all good uh, so having a bit of a, a chat ledge. having a bit of a chat and he was leaving from the Qantas terminal on the other side and i was on this side he said mate just drop me off and then you can take the cab back to where you gotta go it's like mm-hmm. okay <laughs> i hear what you're saying nothing happened <laughs> but i said yeah no worries dude and as we're coming past my terminal did you see uh, yeah, if you come past, we've got to stop for, at the uh, a crossing. So I'm like, I'm out. So I'm sprinting through. I'm running there. And I got to the f- security checkpoint. And of course, when you're running so late. They want a bomb test. They go, yeah, let's check his test, bag. Yeah. Let's check his bag. What's he got in his bag? Oh, this looks pretty bad. They pull out my Rogaine. Because <laughs> I'm trying to not go bored. And normally that would be a really embarrassing moment for someone in public. But because there was so much pressure, it's like, mate, keep the Rogaine. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I run, come around and get to the uh, terminal. I finally get there. I go, you are so lucky. I said, thank you. Thank you. And I'm sweating. I'm stressed. <laughs> and I get on onto the uh, plane and everyone's looking at me. You can see someone laughing. Yeah. yeah, laughing at me or, you know, those eyes. I was like, it doesn't matter. I've achieved this. I made it. <laughs> you have no idea how much I had to do to get here. I feel like one of those ultra marathon runners <laughs> that completed the Barkley marathons. <laughs> 
achieving the impossible. Uh, this is what most feels like when I get to top of Everest. <laughs> <laughs> but the designer did do this one. <laughs> oh, world. I've, I've never missed a fight. But you make, I was at the airport the other week, dude, and there was this guy like... They were calling him out over the PA system. Imagine what they were doing with you, you know, saying your name. And then he didn't turn up, so they had to take the bags off the flight, so it delayed it. Mm. This was coming back from Melbourne. And I think, what what was he doing in the airport? Like, how did he miss his flight? He got to the airport. So, oh, yeah, so his bags were on there. His and bags, he checked in, he was everything, and like he's <clears throat> like got caught up reading the fucking glossies in one of those newsstand <laughs> papers going, I wonder if Reese Weatherspoon's going to play wild. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he was racing his bags, as soon as he puts them down, he starts running to the destination. Because <laughs> he's an ultramarathon runner. <laughs> this seems to be the theme. But, uh, you know, what could you possibly be doing? Come inside on. Inside the airport. Although mm-hmm. we've, I've nearly missed a flight like that. Like when I was in the States with a bunch of people and we just been dickheads like we checked in um i mean mind you it was after a couple of weeks of heavy boozing and and late nights and stuff but we were, we were just sitting there in like hungry jacks like eating we're like yeah we got heaps of time blah blah, blah. and then all of a sudden yeah scott rooney uh, <laughs> david smith um blah blah and we're like is that our, is that our name we like check the time and you're like check the ticket check the gate check Oh fuck, that's us! And then you start running, and it's like, how? Well, we're with, we were there. Like, how would you? You know, why didn't we just go straight to the gate? We're like, oh, we've got plenty of time. We can just fucking eat fucking food and just young and dumb, just stupid, <laughs> just Dickens. straight up young and dumb. Yeah, yeah, idiots. That's um, yeah. Because what do you normally do? What were they looking at? Um, like magazines or that's what I that's what catches me because I put the headphones on because I'm in flight mode already prior to the flight no, so I'm for, oblivious so you walk around with headphones on yep <laughs> oh. just get to the airport and just go <laughs> and I've got the cord coming out as well I've been to the airport with file recently and that's what he did he walked through the security gates with headphones with no with eight other dudes and he just tuned out just went that's headphones <laughs> sound going on guys it's a bit of radio theatre <laughs> But, but to, but and to, then just fucking just checked out the whole time until the plane was there. But to be fair, we were walking. It was like 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> it was still morning. Mm. And we we actually went out the night before as well. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I don't luck. need to speak to you just yet. I've, I've, I've only recently finished speaking with you. <laughs> I don't want to speak to I'm you. I'm going to turn off the engines. <laughs> I like to reboot. They're the Goodbye. best conversations. The ones where you don't need to speak to someone. Yeah. <laughs> and you keep talking and you're talking and you're talking and you're bit hungover so everything's a bit shit and funny I know there's always that funny uh, next morning that's just hilarious I love the recaps yeah like the, the hungover recaps and you sort of do oh, debrief the debrief yeah. yeah, yeah. all. alright meeting yeah. adjourned everyone let's go <laughs> do you just 7pm what happened <laughs> what do you do Dave and everyone checks in and you're like yeah so do you remember it? and you're like oh my god did I do that and then you sort of and then that's when it starts like your storyboard your night <laughs> <laughs> you're like a producer or a writer sitting there going alright so at 7.50 was at here and what was I saying <laughs> Start scripting your night again. You were just up in Keynes. Was that a big one of those ones where you had to debrief the whole? Yeah, whole we night? and you, and we didn't get to debrief until pretty much like uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I caught <laughs> up with Two the weeks boys later. Cause, yeah. So because um yeah the other week I was I was out again but um yeah we sort of having a beer at the pub and like then you start to recap because we we drank from like you get there Friday. Um, on the beers, bed, get up, Saturday, you're on the beers again. Like, there's no debrief. Friday a- night, mm. 
And then you sort of, Sunday, you just don't want to see anyone. You don't want to talk to anyone. You want to get on the plane, go home and go see your um, your other half and, and then try and recover as best you can. And then, yeah, like our debrief was just hilarious. Like, uh, I know you, you because you, from that uh, box, can you share a little bit about um, any of the rules or things that people have to wear on the weekend? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I asked that question. It just popped into my head. To my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, there was this, just a, <laughs> just a singlet, <laughs> just a singlet with some rules on it and stuff. You know, ten push-ups if you say mine, which squared one of young. What are you? Mates. Ten push-ups if you say mine. Yeah. But mine. Yeah. So you. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, so this was printed on the shirt. Yeah. 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 Oh, sick. So I'm yeah. No, no, I don't. No, this is new to me. So. No coaster. Um, there was some other, there was a bunch of others, but yeah, like, um, one of the guys, one of the groomsmen, he, um, he would bait everyone so bad. He's like, um, whose beer's this? And I'd be like, mine. And he's like, who's mine? Whose is it? Like, <laughs> mine. Even, he's I, like, drop it, give me 30. I'm like, shit. Did you come back buffed as just yoked? <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> walk around in cuffs. It's another marathon. <laughs> got veins, got veins coming out of his bloody chest and stuff because I've just done like 50 push ups. I don't know. I love those games on the weekends. We um, have the golf ball one. Oh, the one that goes in the cup. That's goes, f- goes in the cup and it's so annoying and everyone's just, no one's a really caring. golf ball in the cup? Yeah, so if someone drops a golf ball and you got a drinky drink. But you got to tee it off yeah. from, like, with a one iron from 58 yards away. <laughs> if it gets in the cup. splash. Can you just so, get a little dis- discreet so, with a coin or something? Yeah, yeah. you could. Yeah. <laughs> No, we'll just use it. Well, the first prototype was a bowling ball, but we smashed way too many glasses. <laughs> and we went through a cue ball. <laughs> but it's like, um, but it would always be an annoying time where you might be carrying three or four, and then someone goes, "Boop!" You go, "Why? Why? Why did you do that? You didn't need to." <laughs> who was who was the king of that game? But there's um, always got to be one. Mitch Bennett. To, do you know there'd be people that would go, "Oh yeah, it's good." But he'd be just banging it in there. Mitch is still sports. playing it <laughs> at work now. Yeah. To people's waters. With coffees. <laughs> there was one, rem- so I remember Mitch goes, I'll get you. He just got one of the boys. This might be not amusing to anyone listening, but he just got one of the boys with a full beer. So the boys scout at Mitch goes, Do you know what? I'll get you. I'll get, I'll get you your new drink. And then came back with a new drink with a golf ball already in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's serious. But even before, like he's climbing around roofs to try and like come down like drain pipes to try and get in there and sink it. Like he really dedicates himself to these games. And yeah, big shout out to Mitchy. <laughs> Good on you, Mitch. Yeah, so that so those that was those two bucks parties in on that weekend. So yeah. I, I felt, and now I'm getting fucking old because I took. <laughs> I thought I said it to you off air on that. It took to the next Saturday before I came. I wasn't good on Saturday. The next Saturday, I still knew I was recovering. Like, yeah. I was still tired. <laughs> so, I knew. It's harsh, eh? The, like, whole, the older you get, you know, those. it's like when you're younger, you got extra hormones, everything pumping through your body just yeah. to... And it's just kind of keeps you safe. It's a nice little cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> you get older, you just... But you don't learn like... No, I'm, saying, so, you, you I'm just, so good at them. Like, and, um, and I love them. But, like, uh, but I, I know I'm going to hate it after and before it. But while, while I'm in there, I'm just going... Oh, in the moment, it's good. Is, I'm, it's I'm made for this shit. <laughs> and then I go, oh, God. And my motivation's gone for a week. Like, I can't. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a shell of my former self. Work, just work cutting corners punish. at home when you vacuum in. Just, you're really not dedicating yourself. <laughs> I just swept everything under the rug. 
<laughs> Come inside with your blow. Just. <laughs> I would probably do that. Yeah. Just I've done it in the car. Out. It works really well. In the car? Yeah, in the car. We, when we were on holidays. Um, leaf in the well, car. Yeah, Dad, uh, he's got the big Tarago and it's full of stuff, you know, we he'd move wood and <laughs> all kinds of things. All kinds of things that leaves, uh, <laughs> that leaves the floor dirty. But it's like, Mick, I've got it. Got the blower and it worked a treat. So there you go. Uh, listening to GKNF, we've got some top tips. Get your blower on your car. <laughs> you can find that online in our gardening <laughs> tips expose. DIY. <laughs> Leaf flowing and fertilising your lawn. But it is a journey having a car and learning how to drive it. And, and everyone's got stories about the car. Everyone's had a smash or everyone's... You know, yeah. had like favourites. I just listened to yours on a previous podcast. With the, fire. With this, this, the Civic was it? Oh, the Civic. Yeah, oh, yeah. When it, when it caught on fire. Oh uh, wow! Wasn't it? Was it? Did we have some fun in that car? That was awesome. It was a magical, was awesome. magical car. We are, uh, yeah, the one that caught on fire. We did talk about that in a previous podcast. Yeah, head yeah. into the uh, head into the gig. I had uh, <clears> I had a car that when I went overseas was my first car as well, and I sold to a friend's younger sister as her first car. Because I just needed just that last little kick. That'll help me to get overseas. <laughs> then when I was overseas, it was the early days of Facebook, so I didn't sort of see it straight away. She just went and sold it for like triple the price I sold it to her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great business skills. I cannot begrudge anyone. Yeah. That he's Upselling. That he's just, you know, just crawl, crawling for every last penny. Would you buy your children their first car? Have you? Did you get yours? No. Was yours given to you? No, I bought no, my yeah, first one. You bought your first well. car? I bought mine. I had a loan. I'm pretty a, proud of that too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, had, I got a bank loan. Yeah. Um, and paid to pay mine off. Yeah, I had yeah. saved a bit. I what was, was yours all, the Swift? Was yeah, the Swift. The, yeah, was that the red? Swift. It was red, but it was the sedan model. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I got jacked up some awesome uh, speakers. Oh, did you get the Sony Explodes, the six by nine? And I put on a JT's Justified album to oh, pump around the first shut time. Up. Yeah. How good was that album? So, uh, but yeah, so I, but I was always envious of those people that. Max got given their the first. Mm. Oh, Max Dolly's. Uh, <laughs> no, I was fine. No, no, not for shit. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. even know how to do one. <laughs> I am the most car illiterate. Per- I know what I like and I know how to point and steer and drive, yeah. but I'm the most car illiterate person. You know that kid <laughs> on that uh, Facebook ad that's on the BMX bike going, you dump, <laughs> dump it into this and you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can that? that kid knows heaps, <laughs> heaps more than me about cars. Heaps more. Two or three grand. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got, I was, had to Google what he was talking about. <laughs> That's <laughs> how I learned how to do my Max Dowies. <laughs> have you seen that video of the kid on uh, Facebook? It's where he's talking to these guys in the car. They go, and he's going, yeah, yeah. I think it might be the same video. But is that the one where, as he's going off, they say, do a mono. And yeah, he, yeah, he flips on his yeah. back. That was the funniest thing <laughs> ever. <laughs> that was... Okay, it is the same one. Good. <laughs> did Sorry, you, Dave, as you, you were. Buy, did, I, did you buy yours? Yeah, I bought yeah. mine. It was a Ford Courier Ute. And um, I remember going... I, was, I wasn't I was trying to do Max Dowies, but I remember going to the plaza for like the first time. And um, this Ford Ute had these real shitty tires and it was just a... It, I loved it at the time. It was the shittest car. It was like... It just looked like a shit eat. <laughs> I loved it. It was my pride and joy. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it up and going to do like that. The, the, the whole mini, the mini yeah. truck oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went through that. I yeah, went through yeah. that. Did you get your car lowered? No. Oh, that's no, sick. Not oh, okay, for shit. Sick. Unless we had bags of cement in the back. <laughs> um, but I remember going to the Penrith Plaza and like going up the ramps and stuff. And it was just busy as. And because I wasn't super proficient with the hill starts at that point. I had shitty tires on it. It's a ute. I was in there and I like doing a hill, <laughs> doing a hill start, and it goes. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and I was doing this fucking burnout just up the ramp. <laughs> and then it stops halfway up the ramp and people are like looking at me. And then you see people in the rear view mirror looking at me. I'm like, sorry. And then it starts again. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Smoke young, going everywhere. I'm like, sorry, I don't know how to heal start. <laughs> young kid with P plates on his hooligans. Stereotype in a mini truck. <laughs> yeah. like, just a hooligan. Probably had senses <laughs> fail, just blasting the shit out. <laughs> a goddamn hooligan. That's what oh, when man. my dad tells this story when he was younger, living with, he's got six brothers. No, five brothers and sister. And um, Nan and Pop had gone away, so Dad's in charge. He's the oldest of them all. And it was on the Sunday, and his brother come home, and Dad had left the house because he was going to play soccer down around the corner. And his brother didn't put the handbrake on the car, and the driveway was behind the house, so it, it was it had a bit of a gradient. So <laughs> well, this nice car's word. gone. Rent went through the wall of the house. the house. Yeah, <laughs> just went through and there was in the house oh you can't cover that up that's a tough one to cover up <laughs> so when mum and dad come home so all the so all up. the brothers are like oh, we're gonna have to go to Mick so they come down and dad's like on the wing like trying to flutter around and they go Mick the car's gone through the wall of the house he goes, what are you talking he would have, his head would have gone red as anything and just gone yeah, especially no. you come home in your soccer gear still going why is there a car in the house uh, not, not that everyone needs to have a story but I've got a story <laughs> <laughs> I uh, when I was I would have been I had my L so I would have been 16 and mum and dad were gone and I used to I used we had a gym in the garage we had to back one of the cars out to get in so I used to be allowed to back the car out but you didn't have to fully back it out. No. But I went, I'm going to take this for a drive. So I went to back it out of the garage, scratched the whole side of the car on the side of the garage. Because oh, I was man. obviously oh. going, I get to go for a drive. So then I went, oh, shit. So I went to park the car back in, went too far in the garage, hit the friggin' weights. <laughs> then I went, shit. Then I went upstairs and I was like, I was so, I was upset. I'm going to get killed off my parents. So then I punched a hole in the wall. <laughs> In the hallway, and, I, Fuck! and then I went, I'm out of here. I went to get out of here, stupid? but I was so angry. I slammed the glass back door, and the glass back door goes, boom! <laughs> Smash the glass back door. I hit so much shit. Got my BMX bike, got it back, went about 400 meters into the bush, and just sat down and cried. <laughs> I love it. You caught it. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. It's still fucked up. <laughs> it was. It was a comedy of errors. Oh, <laughs> but, man. And then when I had to explain, because I wasn't staying in the bush all night, so I come home and. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna rough it. Um, my dad, uh, he had gone out, which was good, so I could explain it to mum. All lies, mum. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> this guy came in trying to steal the car. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Then I chased him. He ran through the bloody back door. And then came back and punched a hole. Thank God you're here. I was so scared. Um. And that, <laughs> the good thing is you're all right, Jordy. Yeah. So what did what happened after it? I don't know, but that, that been, I don't know. That would have been punishment. I've got CTE. <laughs> I was oh, going to right. say I don't know what happened. I don't remember the last <laughs> two weeks after that. It's uh, I would that would have been some heavy, heavy punishment. Heavy I don't think I was allowed to uh, reverse the car out to use a gym in the garage anymore. <laughs> that's one of the punishments for sure. But it's, um, <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. What's your story, Dave? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's your lull. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have any car. I don't think. Oh, I actually did. I took my sister's car out. Um, and mum doesn't know, so hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> or oh, she'd kill me. But um, yeah, I took my sister's car out and it was wet and raining because um, we used to take youngin's dad's car out all the time. Our youngin's parents' car. Yeah. And um, man, we were like, uh, before, I think we just had our L's. And so one night I was I got home from work or something. I used to work at Macca's or some, you know the pub or something. I was like, yeah, if I can take my sister's car out, man. Went to go around a roundabout. Had a little. It was a little charades, little Suzuki charade. Turned the um, steering wheel. The wheels didn't turn. It just kept going straight up onto the gutter and damaged all the. It like shifted her whole chassis back like six inches. Oh. So when she got in, I didn't say anything. I parked it up. There was no like external damage. And then she was driving. She's like, "Dad, my car driving really, really funny." And took it to the mechanic, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah this car is really f- gutters, <laughs> really shit." <laughs> Have you hit some big potholes lately? No. And then uh, Dad baited me, and he's like. I know what you've done. I'm like, I'm really, really sorry. He goes, he goes. So did you do it? And I was like, No. Oh. <laughs> it's like, um, yes. Oh, good psychological games. Yeah, because it's a, it's an art form to break that bad news to your parents when you're younger. Yeah, when you because when you are scared of the consequences, because no so- one knew I did it. Yeah, but he was just like, he was, he's like, Dave's done it. So I know what you've done, mate. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm really well sorry. played. Well played. Good on your dad. Uh, I used to get um, afternoon detentions and just like wait all night until like just before I went to bed with all too tired to eat. Just like, yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'll go, no, nah, mum, dad, got an afternoon detention. <laughs> Close the door, the door and run to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Can't punish me in my dreams. <laughs> it's, it's just too late for any of this discipline. We've got to go to bed. Did you see that dude? <laughs> that dude on the friggin'. Um, news this week that headbutted Tony Abbott. Yeah, oh, what was that? What a knob. He like, was a flog. Did you see his... Um, yeah, well, I just saw him walking across the um, park there and I thought I'm not going to get an opportunity like this again. <laughs> Having a drag so, of his rolly so, cigarette. So I walked up and I headbutted him. I thought, I'm like, uh, um, okay. <laughs> point? Like, what was your point? Like, yeah. what, what were you trying to do? Like, you, Those are, I don't uh, like his policies. <laughs> So I'm going to head, buddy. But he's, a f- he's then become the poster child to this is what, yes, people, the people on the yes side of the, uh, you know, the uh, vote are because he was wearing uh, a yes yeah. badge at the time. So he's done them a dis- <clears throat> disservice, whether that was his reasoning for headbutting or not. But it's like the, the extreme left are the frigging exactly the same as the extreme right with less burning crosses and frigging <laughs> yeah. hating other ethnicities. Yeah. Mm. The, the, they're just as sort of violent and... It's, a, it's an interesting, um, but it's something. It's it's magnified as well. You know, you'd, it's um, it's a popular story on news. You know, oh, I and mean? yeah. you can't hide from you know the the responses that people have, the extreme responses. Yeah, and then like it, I get, we but, always talk about this, but the comments that follow it, <clears throat> and it's, I find that interesting. Some people like are justifying saying, "Yeah, good on him." It's like I, I don't, I don't think gonna, that at all. But that's, yeah, exactly. If they're supposed to be <clears throat> that way leaning. It shouldn't be peace and love and more yeah. of that sort of stuff. And yet his thing was like, you just said, Dave, it was like, I saw him and I never thought, and I think he said, I'm never going to get another chance to headbutt yeah. the sea. <coughs> he just went <laughs> and, so I did it. Um, yeah. You that, know, I'm, I'm never going to get another chance to headbutt that guy that's just walking past a studio exactly. window. The I'm logic, not going to go do it. doesn't though. make sense, does it? Well, what do you reckon his nickname is? That his mates. Well, he was a DJ. So he's a, he's a DJ. He's a DJ. 
Oh, geez, I hope you know. Um, you know, sometimes that bad publicity can still be good publicity. I hope, I hope his career. Oh. You know what I mean? That, that's not right. I'm going to go out on a limb here DJ and say, Khaled. he's <laughs> he's not a good DJ, yeah. <laughs> and he's not playing anywhere. He had chops, yeah. yeah. yeah he, he had, had the chops had going. The he's from he's Tas- running out of records because he keeps headbutting him. He's from Tas. <laughs> it was from Tasmania, so yeah. I'm not. I don't know what the club scene or the DJ scene's like there. But I don't know. Mm. I've, I've no background on his music and uh, how many people he performs to, but I'm going to say he performs at a bar similar to the old oh, Red just, Cow yeah. in front oh, of yeah. five people in high vis. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, but you know, yeah. some of you get the and DJs who are just playing hit and playlists, <laughs> just hit and play. It's not like mixing or. And just look like they're doing stuff? Yeah. They do what? that to a. Um, what's his name? That Getter. David Getter. David Getter. Yeah, I yeah. think they. They must. They, yeah, they had a camera set up, and he just looked like he was just doing that. Is that, oh, is that the equivalent the though to um, like Iggy Pop miming back in the day, sort of thing? Could like be. you just go, I'm going to so. mime because <laughs> you know, like I've done my gear. Dude, there's this uh, video. It's like a um, Italian day show, and they get this lady who was singing, had a new, uh, you know, song out, so- single out, and they had a DJ performing because you know when they perform the song. Sometimes I have the dancers, sometimes I've got the DJ. So they had the DJ, and you see his decks, but there's no power cords coming out of him. They're just sitting on top of the table, and she's miming. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's, someone didn't make the right decision that day. Yeah. <laughs> and like Producer they're dancing around the wrong him. Thing. And he's doing that, it's like, Not doing Come his on. job. It's like, but I find that funny, that even when you watch a commercial, it's like, we're watching actors. They're not really satisfied they're acting. Mm. They're, they're actors. And, and we're going, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> what, when they're selling you a product? Just, yeah. You look, look, at, look at any commercial. They're actors. Yeah. We were told to, you know what I mean? But we're watching that going, yeah, that looks like it fits my lifestyle because they're acting. Instead of like being authentic and saying, you know, that's how powerful word of mouth is because it, it is authentic. It's not yeah. tainted with yeah. an actor or something. Well, I just wanted to well, getting back to the um, yes no vote, the mm. hashtag yes no vote. I just thought that was a it's, it's an interesting sort of time. Um, like you've seen all these campaigns, it's like when the, um, the you know they're running for prime minister. Like the um, the two officers are running for prime minister. They they all have like a slandering kind of yeah sort yeah. of thing. But I mean, like I I don't know all these no voters. I've just never seen one that makes any sense to like vote no to to. Gay marriage, like I just think it's fucking I don't so silly. Either, however, like I had this conversation with someone the other day and said, "Are you surprised?" Because I think the cool thing is as well. I'm going to put whatever my opinion is up on social media mm. for this is what I voted for. Look what I voted. Mm. Now it counts or whatever. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, someone said, oh, "Can you believe this person voted the way he voted?" And I said, oh, you know, well, doesn't doesn't align with my way of thinking, but yeah. whatever. But it doesn't change his personality as a person. Mm. Like, I mightn't agree with what he's, this person was thinking, but he's still got the same personality as, as you know, the person I've, I know and sort of, you know, I've got time for or appreciate just because he's voting one way, whether I think it's right or wrong, it doesn't change mm-hmm. them as a person. So, because I was sort of saying, do you think you'd be able to sort of still hang out in that? And I was thinking, yeah, <laughs> I, can, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is that really what we're getting to? Like, re- yeah, is yeah. it really? Like, <laughs> like good I, tit for tat, isn't I, it? I haven't seen it 
uh, from what where I stand from, but I'm coming up from a different point of view, a good uh, reason for the no vote side of vote. Mm. But uh, in saying that, like, I think the yes people are doing themselves a disservice by how they're treating people that do choose to vote no. Mm. Not saying that that's right or wrong or whatever, yeah. but how they... Well, they're, think, uh, how they're discriminating against the no people, stigma, imagine that it? was mm-hmm. flipped and that's how you treated people yeah, that voted ba- yes. Yeah. yeah, They've been bastardized. Yeah. 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 yeah, I agree. I think there's that stigma above the no voters that because um, they're voting no, they're like a bad human and whatever mm. else. And I, I mean, I'll, I'll openly say I've voted yes. I, I think there's no real reason why you there shouldn't be, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I could, yeah, I can't see. Um, see but that I, I do, I do see your point. You know, like there is the, you know, as soon as someone says no, it's people are fucking mm. pointing the finger at them and going like, "What are you thinking?" And it's at a time like this where they should <clears throat> be able to. You should be able to have an opinion. You're mm. not going to have everyone vote the same mm. way, no. mm. and the loudest voices should be the one who are at least listening as well mm. and saying, "Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm actually voting this way. I'm voting this way. Mm. That's great." And mm. we respect each other. Still, yeah, you know, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. getting down to these grubby kind of and you know, name calling. That's shit. But yeah. it's hard. It's like these, I've seen the two reasons for <clears throat> the main proponents for voting to vote no. No, one's been a religious one. Yeah, but it's got no. Yeah, it's something about opening up the bloody floodgates and Muslims marrying seven wives and yeah, all that's oh, yeah. polygamy if they yeah, bring yeah, it yeah that's it but what is that there's no reasoning it's just but that's not in our very... constitution is it so it doesn't yeah. it wouldn't but yeah that's it and that's and then there's the bigots as well whatever it is Mardo it's a vibe it's just throwing out big words <laughs> sorry dude sorry. no no and then there's the, the, the obvious there's obviously that uh, portion of society that are just bigoted Hmm. and ill-informed and there's so i saw one saying well and don't take gay the gay vote out of it this person could only see two men Hmm. together not two women or two anything you know there was just two men that's how he thought having relations oh well that shouldn't well that's not the vote the vote isn't can they sleep together Hmm. but and he was yes and he was trying to just i said no 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 even if you vote no Hmm. They can still sleep together. Yeah. They're called. They're called to I do know. that. Yeah. You're saying. You're saying. You're voting <clears throat> no. Should those people be able to be married? Mm. That's your vote. Not. Mm. I disagree, and I don't want people having you know sodomizing each other. That's mm. that's happening. That, yeah, I know. That's not your vote, champ. That's yeah. going to happen even Regardless. if you vote no. This dude's going to go and sodomize his boyfriend, and yeah. you know that's that's still going to happen. Happening. Yeah, but that's it's happening. That, yeah, they, they think the vote is. Should we have homosexuality? Yeah, that's what <laughs> they think the vote is. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, that's, and that's the bigoted vote of it. And yeah. the, the other one's obviously the religious one, which is so hard to... Uh, the religious that's institutions... The one, that's the one I want to sort of say, as a person that is taking someone's opinion and going, okay, that's your opinion and that's why. <clears throat> so that's the one I find so hard for them to fit that rhetoric with religion yeah, and yeah, then... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole other things like, you know, equality and treating everyone nice. You know, Mm. I find that... Yeah, I find that hard. And then I always want to say, but isn't there... there, There's a whole other sort of large chunk of society saying, you know, that person that you believe in is a fucking comic book character as well. So why should then everything that's real be dictated to by that person? Yeah. Mm. It is very touchy when you have religion involved with state. 
Yes. If, um, I think they should definitely stay um, separated. Did you see that um, thing about the Coexist logo? Where no. it's comprised of all these uh, different religions. And Lego? No, no, it's Coexist. It's a, it's a label tr- oh, okay. promoting the message of, you know, everyone coexisting, oh, d- different yeah, religions, yeah, yeah. different beliefs. Yeah. It's just mm, Coexist yeah. now, and it's got the, you know, the, <clears throat> this, the religious um, symbols that are formed to create the letters Coexist. And they brought it out, and it's caused a massive uproar. And I love the irony of it all. <laughs> yeah, everyone coexists. Coexists. That's a trademark label. You cannot have that shit in there. Is that the one where they had like Ganesh or whatever the elephant got on oh, the lamb barbecue yeah, or yeah, some yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Because um, yeah, they, that because he's a meat. vegetarian. Yeah. Everyone just needs to relax, though. Eh? Everyone's getting very oh, PC these days. Um, everyone's just PC. Hook- my whole thing is, who gives a shit yeah. about anything, really? I know. Like, <laughs> like, there's a, a comic who did a bit um, about being offended. Oh, how good is it? It's so, it's so good, and it's so it's so true. Um, like every like every net, like you go on Facebook or socials or the TV or you know any any news outlet you watch. There's something about like political correctness and like someone trying to cover up because they said something silly or. Um, you know, they were saying something and the message came across wrong or blah, blah. It's like, well, if you're offended, that's that's okay. You can you can be offended. That's you're just uh, your opinion is different to that person. So you, you don't have to agree. Yeah, you don't have to agree with them. Yeah. You don't have to agree with everyone 100% of the time. So why can't people just have like their say mm-hmm. and go, if you think it's shit, just go, oh, I think that's shit. Yeah. I'm not going to carry on about it. Yeah. If, if you think it's good, you go, yeah, that's good. If we're not offending people, I don't think we're living fully as humans. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if, if someone's not offended, yeah. we're not doing it right as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. People need to express and but it's okay to be offended. Yeah. Yeah. That's what does that mean? You know? Well, I I have to take one what self off the socials because I can get into one of those. You offend what- people. <laughs> No, no. I just I get I get so worked up about something like yeah, about I'm, these people having these opinions, and I want to just chime in, and then I'm thinking, what? Where's the gain out of that? I know. And I'm, then I'm going to get in this battle with someone that doesn't want to be educated or <laughs> doesn't doesn't want to have their opinion disproven, yeah. or they just want to be offended because <clears throat> it's cool to be offended. Because yeah. now I'm taking a stand against something on the right, the yeah. complete other side of yeah. uh, that's, and it's cool to be offended. I do the mm. same thing. I look at, and it's mainly on Facebook, is you know, because that's where the, the biggest forum of idiots come to, you know, to have their mm. express their opinions. And I'll go to write something, and I think. What, like why just don't mm. even bother because you're going to get some idiot right back and then it's going to you're going to have to try and write some response mm. to that and, and it's going to yeah. follow on it's like just read it and because you have an, a different opinion you don't have to say anything yeah. you don't have to respond to that so just Shut keep scrolling yeah. Yeah. keep go, scrolling mm. or turn it off go and find some sort of fails of the week and yeah. uh, suddenly getting hit <laughs> yeah. in the nuts with a ball I know. football I got a, in the groin football in the groin you've got to cite the Rogan podcast but you see that Gatsad is it Gatsad yeah Gatsad he was on the Rogan one he was talking about um, this concept of it was his idea he came up with collective Munchausen syndrome oh yeah you hear that collective what collective collective Munchausen syndrome and it's Munchausen Munchausen is when um, he's he's when told mother, it no you do explain it but uh, he's yeah when a, like, when a people when they're in, intentionally sick because mm. they crave the sympathy that they get as a as a result of that, ah. so it's um. And he was talking about this idea of collective Munchausen syndrome. Collective meaning everyone together on a platform like social media. Yeah. Talking about how when Donald Trump got elected, how it's going to affect them. Yeah. And, and people like 
it's going to affect me and, and like yeah. have these emotional responses looking for the, someone to like and go sorry babe or yeah, yeah, yeah man that's shit or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's an interesting idea people well, can jump on a bandwagon and it's like it's going to affect me yeah <laughs> man I, I posted about Trump and um, I didn't really I got I copped a bit of backlash off some people because I was like Trump's in who gives a shit you're going to wake up tomorrow you're going to yeah. do the same thing you did yesterday and the day before and the day before mm-hmm. life's okay like yeah. just mm-hmm. relax a bit and then they were like no because he's a bigot and he's this and he's that and I'm like yeah I get it he's probably not ideal to have in power but it's not going to affect your day to day yeah you know what I'm going to get up and go to work tomorrow and I'm going to do my thing mm-hmm. and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do this and, yeah. and Trump's not going to step in there and go hey you know what you can't do that <laughs> that was a that Trump was a why sh- are you weaning like yeah. on the all over the seat you're wrecking my yeah. work week Trump yet with your best ever like he's not you know it, it's not it doesn't affect me that much that I look into it so bad to his you know his personality and his you know the way that he runs a country and blah I think well that's yeah it might affect me a little bit like the minute bit of of how what America he, is run yeah if he, if he changes some foreign policy that's yeah super, that's, that's right and that's pretty much the only thing but he's got the power to change the foreign policy the friggin the whole Senate and Congress have it has to, to go through all that. So it has to pass through many that's, hands before that's it gets thing. passed. He, you know what he is? He's just the president is a figurehead, and yeah. he's a shit figurehead for their country. Yeah, so that, that's what. It, that's all it sort of comes down yeah. to. Mm. And you know what? He's that spoiled little kid. This is my take on Donald Trump, which doesn't mean shit because I don't haven't you know been around for as long as him and done yeah. what I've. He's the person that you know. So I know sometimes when you do something wrong, and then you someone sort of gets on you about it and it's like a negative role in effect he can't get out of that so now people mm. are sort of all he just owns it he, no it's not even owning it like he doesn't want, I'm sure he doesn't like it like but he he, he craves know. he craves acceptance that's yeah. that's who he is his whole life he wants to be accepted by Hollywood and this yeah, and this yeah he can't get out of that sort of spiral of everyone against him so he's just going to make shit a decision after shit decision after yeah. shit decision after stupid tweet after this <laughs> after that <laughs> just because he can't yeah. now, and he's stuck in this vacuous yeah. friggin thing that he can't get out of it yeah. like he I've, if any, everyone just went you know what He's our president. Just give him a crack. You know what he's actually... If we look at yeah. look at it, he, you know, in these first X amount of days, you know, he's made some reasonable, um, you know, foreign policies and blah, 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 blah. Then he wouldn't be on the friggin' front foot of that... Um, was it... I can't remember the town it was when that uh, white activist drove into the... to the... Oh, um, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. crowd and killed that person. Mm. Uh, uh, was and, that the... So, um, same sex was a march or something like uh, that. Yeah, it was what the guy drove in and killed someone. But Donald Trump came out. The point of where mm. I'm at, he came out and sort of said, you know, there was bad from both sides, which is true because the extreme left and the extreme right were causing as much violence mm. towards mm. each other. He mm. doesn't need to say that. He needs to sort of say, you know, extremist, white supremacist, blah blah blah. Yeah, speak presidential. Be, mm. But because he's getting sort of so much backlash from everyone, he's trying to sort of say, you know, it's, look, it's not just Trump supporters and yeah, yeah. this, that, so he's got to sort Both of... Both parties. He's got to try to toss it up there, which is a mm. fucking stupid thing to say. But mm. if everyone had just gone, you know, he's doing all right, he wouldn't have said shit about those mm. other person yeah, yeah. and worry about the fake news and what they're saying. Yeah. How crazy is that? Like, remember, he was a TV star. He's a TV star, a public figure. Well, Never mean, spent his, like... Businessman first, I guess. Businessman, like, sorry, businessman. He came into a lot of money through real estate from his yeah. Yeah. father. And but, then, yeah, then he's become a reality TV star. He was on yeah. Home Alone. Mm-hmm. 
He's yeah. <laughs> he was. He walked past in the um, in the yeah, uh, the plaza. The hotel, yeah, yeah. Plaza hotel. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's uh, that's crazy. And the way he got in was people obviously voted for him, so people knew about him because of TV. Because it's his. a popularity contest. Yeah. How crazy but is that? If you that's like, silly. if you hear a few, um, <laughs> it's silly. What that it's a that it's a popularity get, contest. Get the most talented, compassionate, strategic. Yeah. Not even personal group of people, like yeah. amazing that's, that's people. The, that's the, best the thing people. that's wrong with, I guess, having having the the general public um, voting for a head in a democracy. It's it's majority of people don't really understand the, I guess, the um, what's required to run the country mm. successfully. And then all you need to do is it's like I guess going for a job. You say a few buzzwords, yeah. and people get on your side, and you know, like you, you can flash some, um, you know, flash a little bit of bling, and all of a sudden it's like, no, I'm really, I'm getting behind this guy. I'm really, and it's, you know, it's, and really it's good. And it's footy team mentality. It's like yeah. over there. It's like it's like the Panthers are playing the Warriors. I'm a Panthers fan. Like yeah. not who's the best candidate now it's just like and even then when the race drops out to the two whether this in this case it was Hillary and Trump and Trump yeah but it's just like oh fuck that's not my favourite team but they're in my my division so I'm going to go for the run 100% yeah. that's how it is like it's it's like the, the lesser of two evils but I mean I, I don't know if there would be a better way but I just feel like um like having having the general public having so much say on on who gets in, mm. um, you're See, always going to come. You're never going to have like the perfect candidate yeah. to to go, to run. You know, and but it, it's crazy to be in the running. So you could be a great leader, you can have all these wonderful skills, but if you can't persuade people, you won't get the job, <coughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So a big part of it is being able to sell, mm-hmm. being able to yeah. That's yeah. and and. And why why are they doing that? Because people are easily manipulated, hundred percent. And that's why it's almost like, hang on, we 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 know science says that we can easily be swayed. Shit, we had World War Two. Mm, maybe we need to come up with a new way of of get, electing someone in that's not involving the rhetoric that you're talking. You know, persuading people yeah. um, and saying he's that's what what. what could there be a different way? Because I, I don't like that. But then, you, well be, with me. then mm. you get you go. Unfortunately, you got one of the two things. You either democratic society, or you're, you're the complete opposite, and you take the people's choice completely out of it, and you become a dictatorship. Yeah, but that, and even if you just say this is the hun- yeah. these are the hundred people that we choose to yeah. sit on a panel and decide who is going to be our mm. president president. Mm. That's still giving only 100 people, and those 100 people can be manipulated. And mm-hmm. it's, mm. But I feel yeah. like part of the campaign trail isn't... Um, what if there were certain like rules Regulated, around? Yeah. like regulated so that everything was a little bit more like an, on an even keel rather Above than... Above the belt. Like it's, yeah. everyone no have propaganda a, and bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone have a say, but also be educated. And and don't just get sound bites and make a decision based yeah. on that. Like if if everyone's informed, and I know the argument could be, well, the platform's there for people to go informed, but mm. you know they don't do it because they're busy. And w- what do they hear about it? They're short sound bites of commercials or someone slagging someone else yeah. off. It's like, what if there it's were rules so, around so well that you know it can be biased? Yeah, you know, one side so much. Just get on on and speak straight up to the country. No pre-recorded and say this is what I can do. This mm. is what I want to do. Yeah, um, it would be great to. <laughs> To, you know, I don't know. Unfortunately, there's too much writing on it, too much agenda from whether it be sort of the media pushing one side because they're pushing their own barrel and if their person gets in, they're going to bit their businesses are going to improve. Yeah. And this is, you know, gets put, this person gets <clears throat> through so the 
uh, the NRA gets a don't have to worry about people lobbying against gun change, and mm. so there's mm. too much at stake so, yeah. for it to be a fair system. Oh, that, yeah. That's that's what it is. That's why it's a good capitalist like based input mm. from <laughs> industries, and you know it is 100. percent so I'll give you a billion dollars if you do if you so everyone persuade them. Up. All right, yeah, for a billion. <laughs> okay, sweet. Yeah, so done. That's what they were talking on uh, another podcast as well that I heard. Like having instead of having that one person have the super sort of the super team, just like super team. But you get like a friggin' the best scientist, the best doctor, like yeah. a, you yeah. know someone that's but, really good at war, like a general. And like, they need yeah. an intro before we watch them. It was like win, <laughs> and instead of the science. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the White House, they've got to have, like, a secret friggin' lair. Yes! <laughs> the North Pole! But you, then you're always creating, like, King Jong-un or whatever's going to be, yeah. like, the evil sort of person from the other thing living in a volcano somewhere. <laughs> Stroking his, <laughs> his cat. <laughs> who, who makes those jackets that he's wearing? Where did he get Dunter it from? evil. <laughs> Look at the little guy. <laughs> One million dollars. After uh, exploring all things, uh, all things Trump, which we have, it was a marathon. <laughs> it was that, that was the thing, it wasn't that, a running thing. That, um, that documentary was called the Barkley Marathon. So Netflix, uh, the Barkley Marathons. Um, I think the race that eats its young on Netflix. You can watch it. Everything else we've referenced has been fact checked by a reliable uh, auditor. <laughs> <laughs> and these words were brought to you by Farah GK and Dave Smith. Thanks Thank you for out. listening. Thanks for listening. We are. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me.